My story so far. My parents were gone. The house was gone. And the darkest part of my brain took over. But memories of my mother and father had come back to help me. I don't have to be perfect. Once I turned that corner, once I finally let go, I was ready to meet the teacher I'd been waiting for all my life. Act six, freedom. This may sound strange, but after my parents died, I took my first breath in a long, long time. I didn't have to worry about them anymore. I felt they were safe somehow. I was relieved. I could start living my life again. And the first thing I wanted to do was learn to sing. And sometimes, when you wish for a teacher, she appears. Mine was Lillian Lavochkin Lauren, singing teacher. That first day, I walked in and I saw an absolutely elegant, beautiful older woman standing at the piano. I mean, dressed to the nines elegant, like she was expecting a lover elegant. And I knew what she did all day was teach students in her house. All right, darling, let's begin. You are the promised kiss of springtime that makes the lonely winters seem long. Oh, I don't know, Lillian. Sometimes when I sing, my throat hurts. Well, of course your throat hurts, darling. You're hollering. Uh, uh, no one ever looked at me and said the truth so simply before? This was the teacher for me. I always sang, mostly in my attic, although sometimes I would sing in public and, and hope someone would notice. But now I was waking up, and, and I knew there were things in me I could only express through music. I needed to sing. Let's begin, darling. Lie down. Yes, darling, down on the floor. We've got to distract you from your throat. Now, move your arms and legs up and down like you're making an angel in the snow. Mm-hmm. That's right. I call these carpet angels. Now sing. You the promised kiss of springtime that makes the lonely winter seem long. Is this me? Of course that's you, darling. Now get up, up, dance, sing, hum, move to the rhythm, be big every day. But won't people look at me funny? Let 
them. If people want to look at you funny, let them leave. Lillian lived from happiness. It was infectious. And when I wanted to give up, which I did sometimes because learning is never easy, she laughed me through it. She taught me how not to give up. For years, twice a week, I was fed. Live the words, darling. Tell the story. Your body knows what to do. Sing from the whole bowl of you. Stop trying to sing like all those nice girls with the little voices. Nice girls can't sing. You're abroad, a dame. Your voice has all the colors. Give them to us. Sing because you love it, and we will too. <laughs> it was heaven for a long time. Then Lillian started double booking her lessons. Sometimes she'd call in the middle of the night to tell me I was late. Sometimes she forgot where she lived. Life with my parents taught me to recognize when a mind is coming under attack. Because of them, I knew what to do. My parents had taught me how to love. So, when Lillian was down, she and I would shop her favorite catalogs. When food became a hardship, I showed up with groceries and lunch. When she couldn't keep her calendar anymore, I did. Lillian always said if she couldn't teach, she couldn't live. So, I led a group of her most devoted students to make sure she had one lesson a day. For at least one hour every day until the last week of her life, Lillian Lavochkin Lauren remembered she was a teacher. Lillian was elegant until the very end. On one of the last days she was alive, we played Satie's Gymnopédie Number no. 1. I sat by her bed, holding for the second time the hand of my sleeping queen. Lillian always said we would travel well together, and we did. First her guiding me to a world of music, and now my guiding her to a world only she would see. But how young we were those last months. How we would play together in our imaginations. How we would laugh and play. Lillian wouldn't want me to be sad. She wouldn't want me to give up. I swear I could hear her. Never give up, darling. Follow your music. Trust yourself. You know what to do. But the time had come for us to go our separate ways. She on her path and I on mine as I sat there waiting. I wrote us a song. Go Find your home 
my home right here the past joins the present you taught me it can and so I will feel the touch of your of ordinary things. 
The Magic of Ordinary Things was written and performed by Gina Harris, directed by Michael French, and with music direction and sound editing by Jason Martineau. Original soundscapes imagined by Gina and created by Gina and Jason. If you enjoyed this podcast, it would mean the world to me if you would share it with someone you love who you think might need to hear it. Join us one last time for the epilogue, Life After. <laughs>